0: Welcome to the Physician Grind podcast. So it's the afternoon and I'm at my parents home chilling with them when I get a text from my college roommate's fiance, Ting Ting. Dude, come out, bowl with us, it should be a good time. I had just returned from an epic three-month backpacking trip around India and Southeast Asia. I was fresh out of fellowship and needed a clean break. So instead of diving straight into a full-time employment, I decided for once just to find myself. No, this isn't an eat, pray, love type of adventure, and if you call it that, you're a dick. So anyways, back to Ting Ting. I was jet lagged, but there was something about being home that was not as exciting as biking along the Mekong River. I had my first shift the next day and was feeling a little antsy. I wasn't sure how rusty I was going to be, so screw it. I texted her back, I'm down, see you guys soon. We bowl, but I'm distracted by my upcoming shift. We have good banter and I tell them all about my trip. I realize that I really suck at bullying. I look at my watch and decide that it's time to finally head home. It's early, but at least this way, I can attempt to have a good night's rest before the shift. As I'm driving home, I start seeing red brake lights go off in front of me. I'm in the fast lane, anxious to get home. The flow of traffic slows and almost comes to a complete stop. This is so odd. Why is there traffic? This is probably the result of some lame fender bender and people are just gawking at the accident. I see the cars in front of me start moving to the right. And as I get closer to the accident, my eyes widen as I get a glimpse of what the accident is. There is a ring of cars parked around a person lying on the asphalt of the 110 freeway. I think for a second and then park my car. I get out. And as I approach the people around the guy on the ground, I realize he's in a pool of blood. I immediately start processing the scene. I talk to the guy. He's at least protecting his airway. He is breathing, and he has a pulse. He tells me he was riding his motorcycle when a car chased him down and shot at him. Were you hit? I ask. He has no idea. His clothes are pretty much ripped off, and he's covered in terrible road rash. Then I see it. Three small holes in his chest and belly. He was hit. I'm driving my dad's car and don't have any supplies with me, not even a stethoscope. What if he develops a tension pneumothorax and needs to be decompressed? What if he loses his airway? I have nothing to crack him with or even to bag him with. I have nothing with me. And at that moment, I realize how helpless I feel. I'm a doctor standing in front of a scene of a victim who'd been shot multiple times, and I'm completely useless. He tells me that he cannot move his legs, and I instruct one of the bystanders to hold his cervical spine. Lights and sirens approach. Thank God. Two officers step onto the scene. One looks at me with a deer in a headlights type of stare. The other one asks what happened. I report to him. A 40-ish-year-old man, status post high-speed MCA, with multiple puncture wounds to the thorax and abdomen. We need paramedics here now, I tell them. The cops look at me as if I'm speaking an alien language. One of them finally responds what are you some kind of nurse well whatever you are you are medical control at this time where the hell are the paramedics i start talking to the motorcyclist again he's still protecting his airway luckily five minutes later fire rolls up some young kid with a mustache gets out of the truck and rushes to the patient as the rest of the crew starts getting equipment out of the truck i update him point out the puncture wounds tell him to check a blood pressure and scoop and run he looks at me registers my suggestions and in a condescending way says, sir, step away. I tell him that they should needle the chest if he loses a pulse and route because he has a puncture wound to his chest. He dismisses me and under his breath says, we know what we're doing here and we don't need your help. Please step away. I look at him shocked at his rash response and raise my eyebrow. Despite the fact that I was using some medical lingo, he must have thought I was just some riffraff off the street. It must have been the camouflage shoes I had been wearing, which I bought in Hong Kong, when my other pair of shoes were stolen. So far the paramedics haven't done anything wrong, so I don't really need to intervene. I bite my tongue. Pick your battles, not the time to get into a dick-waving competition. They finally package the patient and leave the scene. I stand there on the freeway, taking in what just happened. If anything had gone down, I would have been totally useless. I had nothing to save this guy in the car. I couldn't intubate him, I couldn't crack him, I couldn't decompress his chest, I couldn't do any of the emergent things that I had been so well trained to do. There was nothing I could do. So I get in my car and I sit there as traffic is stopped and the police are collecting evidence of the scene. So much for trying to get home early. And this wraps up another episode of the Physician Grind podcast. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating and review. The Physician Grind podcast is a forum where healthcare providers can share stories. If you have a story you'd like to share, email us. Our contact information is in the show notes. Thanks for listening.